Why should I pray? We are made for prayer because we're made for love. Prayer is one of the greatest gifts of our life because it puts us in direct contact with the God who is love. And yet, we know it's difficult and can be intimidating to begin a regular prayer life. So why should I try? Why make prayer a priority in my life? We'll talk about three reasons. First, to love and to be loved. Second, because God asks us to, and because he is worthy of our prayer. Third, because prayer bears abundant fruit in our lives and the lives of those around us. We pray in order to love and to be loved. A couple of sisters were on a walk through the neighborhood one day, and they came across a mom with her daughter skipping along next to her. This little girl was so excited to see the sisters and introduce herself. And after chatting for a few minutes, the sisters started to say goodbye, and the little girl threw out her arms and said, Hey, love me. She was not going to walk away without getting a hug. Hey, love me. Isn't that the cry of every human heart, of your heart and of mine? And you know, it's also the cry of the heart of God. He is longing for our love. We see this most poignantly as Jesus is suffering on the cross for us. He cries out, I thirst. And he thirsts for you, for the love of your heart. Because of this, your prayer consoles the heart of Jesus, which is thirsting for you. No one can receive God's love on your behalf, because his love for you is totally unique and particular, exclusive to your heart. And no one can love him as you can, because your love is also totally unique and unrepeatable. No one has a heart quite like yours, so no one can replace you in the heart of God. How can we console his heart? Simply choosing to be with him in prayer is a consolation to him. We can also express contrition for our sins and ask for mercy for the ways we have wounded his heart. And we can try in prayer to return love for love, to make a return of love to him who has loved us first. So we pray in order to love God, but we also pray so that we can receive his love. You were made for God's love. Father Jean Corbon, a Dominican priest who has written very beautifully about prayer, said that the most fruitful human activity is to receive God. The most fruitful human activity is to receive God. Not only is this what you were created for, it's also the most powerful thing that you can do. Mother Teresa wrote a letter to her sisters before she died, and in it she said, quote, My dearest children, Jesus wants me to tell you again how much is the love he has for each one of you beyond all that you can imagine. I worry some of you still have not really met Jesus, one-to-one, -one, you and Jesus alone. We may spend time in chapel, but have you seen with the eyes of your soul how he looks at you with love? Do you really know the living Jesus, not from books, but from being with him in your heart? Have you heard the loving words he speaks to you? Ask for this grace. He is longing to give it. Your life is a gift, and you are pleasing to God. That's the reason you exist, because he loves you and he wants to be with you forever. 
and he wants to love you and be with you even now in this life. That happens in prayer. Part of this response of love is a response of obedience. We pray because God asks us to and because he is worthy of our prayer. In prayer, we make the proper response to who God is, infinite goodness, beauty, truth, love, and mercy. The Catechism speaks of the five basic forms this response can take. Adoration and blessing, acknowledging God as creator and supreme good and responding to his gifts. Petition, asking God for forgiveness for our sins and for him to supply our needs. Intercession, asking God for good things on behalf of another, to the point of even praying for our persecutors. Thanksgiving, showing our gratitude for all that God has done for us and participating in the thanksgiving of Jesus to the Father. And praise, giving God glory simply for who he is and loving him for his own sake. God is so good, and he is worthy of praise, gratitude, and love. It is he who asks us to pray, particularly throughout scripture. Here are just a few examples. St. Paul says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Jesus told his disciples a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. As Jesus taught his disciples how to pray, he said, When you pray, not if you pray, He presumes the primacy of prayer and its necessity in the life of faith. Why? Because God desires a relationship with you. Jesus says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. He knocks at the door of your heart and desires you to let him in, to be with him there. He also tells the disciples, Your father knows what you need before you ask him but he still commands them to ask, seek, and knock. Yes, the Father knows what you need, but he wants to hear it from you. The lover always wants to hear it from the lips of the beloved. So the Father seeks to listen to you. He desires you to come to him in prayer. God asks us to pray because he wants to begin to give us the life of heaven, which is eternal communion with himself, even now. The Catechism describes prayer as the life of the new heart. And this life of the new heart bears abundant fruit in our lives and in the lives of those around us. So what are some of the fruits of prayer? When we pray, we are led into greater peace, joy, and strength, and deeper faith, hope, and love. Prayer helps us find meaning in life as we grow in awareness of God's presence and what he is doing in our lives. It is a powerful antidote to loneliness because it puts us in direct contact with God himself, the one who loves us infinitely and is with us always. Often we find real healing in prayer. Jesus is the divine physician and he wants to pour his healing love into our wounds. Prayer opens us up to grace, which is a participation in the very life of God. When we pray regularly, we can be more receptive to the gifts of his grace that he desires to give to us each day. Ultimately, prayer transforms us. 
it leads to our purification of heart and to the enlightening of our intellect and conscience. This means that as we grow in prayer, the life of the new heart takes root in us. We find greater awareness of and contrition for our sins and a readiness to forgive others for their sins against us. We experience growth in virtue, especially charity. And along the way, we grow in holiness. To become a saint, we must pray. So I encourage you to make the commitment today to a daily prayer life. God is worthy of your prayer. You are worthy of time spent with God and the graces he wants to give. And this relationship of love will transform your life in countless ways. Lord Jesus, teach us to pray. Transform our hearts by your presence in our lives and make us more like you. Amen.